0: My name is R.J.L. Tigglesworth, and I'm at your service. If you want to contact us, info at freedomwithintherapy.com, Twitter at Vet underscore therapist, and Facebook at LLC. Mike and I are so glad you joined us today for this episode of Talking with Tigglesworth. You have a good day now. Girl. Well, hello there to you, and welcome to another Episode of Talking with Tigglesworth. It's exciting again. Today is December the eighth, twenty twenty. It's been about two and a half weeks since I've done a podcast, which um, I just haven't had much to uh, to say, I guess. And I have to uh, have to admit that uh, it was kind of refreshing to take a take a few days break from from doing anything. So I had a lot lots going on with the baseball team. We got our our group together and we are still looking for a few more players to round the team out and we'll start practicing in january so um the north shore braves if you haven't liked this yet on facebook it's at north shore braves and you can find us on twitter at ns braves 20 so that's what we've been doing on the baseball front what have you been doing Self-care, again, is always at the top of the list, as we say every week. And I want to keep that continuing to go. So self-care for me has been, again, forming this baseball team. It's, it's been quite, the, quite relaxing, but also um, it's quite busy to do this. So I had to register it with the state. I had to get it all together with uh, getting a bank account and getting the EIN number together getting everything set up, getting flyers done and coming up with the sponsorship program so we can get some sponsors. So if you have a business and you want to sponsor us, we are looking for sponsors and we have four different categories. We have a grand slam category. Which is a thousand dollars or more, and you will get the top billing and on the the banner and top billing on the fanware shirts, and you will get a game ball. You will get your logo for your business on our team bags, and you will get weekly recognition through the the Facebook and Twitter and any other medium that we we create. We might create a website as well. Uh, we have a we have a home run plan, which is about uh, five hundred to a thousand, or nine ninety nine, and you will get all those things. Um, oh, the, the grand slam also gets a plaque with the team picture on it, and uh, you'll get all those things minus the plaque. You'll get a picture, and you won't get the top billing, but you will get weekly or biweekly advertising and so forth and so forth and you'll be on the the, you'll be on the fanware and you'll be on the website and then we have a a base hit which you get a little bit less but that's 150 to 499 and then you'll get a uh um, other other stuff like that and then you'll get a we have a walk one so it's kind of just you know a hundred dollars and you will get mentioned on the webs on the uh, facebook page and you will get a um your name, your business name on the, on the fan wear shirt. So there's different categories. So if anyone's interested out there, I don't know if anyone is. Um, I know Freedom Within, we're going to be sponsoring the North Shore Braves. So we will be one of those top sponsors as well. But we're looking for more because Coach Mike can't just sponsor everything. I ain't making the dollars like that now. So self-care for me has been getting this baseball team organized, getting together with the coaches, getting together with... Um, With players, former players that I've had on other teams and, and some new players and got a few neighbors involved. And, and so that's been pretty, uh, pretty exciting for us and, and for my, my son and, and, um, the the new North Shore breeze. Uh, we've been designing some uniforms and we've been getting some color schemes together. So that's been self care for us. I haven't made it on the boat in a while, probably about two weeks since I made it on the boat. It's been a little cold outside here in Louisiana. Uh, it does get a little chilly here at times and, Although the fishing is great right now, I just haven't had the time to get out on the boat. So, um, that's, that's been something on my mind, but I'm going to get out there soon. I promise you that because I miss, I miss jumping in the old boat and going down the river and doing some fishing. So that's been me and that's been my self care regiment. I've also been doing, um, some water stuff. So I've been doing more soaking in the, in the tub or sitting in the shower just to kind of relax my muscles and my bones and um been getting some more treatments at the VA and things like that so uh which I'm not even going to get started on the VA today cuz that's a whole nother bag of bag of a uh, of hammers to, to to nail out so I hope your self-care has been going good. And I know that when I'm speaking to people on the on the webs on the uh, well, uh, through sessions and speaking to people through through different mediums that I talk to them through, uh, they've been saying that they've been enjoying the self-care segments and uh, it's been it's been helpful for them. So what are we going to talk about today? So today, Christmas time is is upon us. Right. We just had Thanksgiving. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I, I, I certainly did. And, and I know some people say, well, we, you don't get together with people because of the covid. And other people say, do what you want to do. I'm more of the person that says, do what the fuck you want to do. Right. Because, yeah, be safe. Be considerate. Um, if you're sick, stay home. Gotcha. And I get it. You might not be able to know if you can transmit it and all that kind of stuff. Right. But I'm living life. And I'm going to live life to, to the fullest and I'm going to enjoy my life. So I went to my aunt's house and we had a little get together where we had, we were all outside. You know, we always do it outside every year anyway. So we were outside. We have a bunch of fans going on and we have a couple of TVs, three TVs with some football and some, some racing and, and always like a cooking channel or something like that. Um, no one for whoever wants to watch whatever they can watch, they can watch it. So three TVs out in the backyard and, um, lots of food. So we enjoyed ourselves and we, uh, had a great time. So Christmas is coming upon us and this can cause people to have some depression, right? And the truth, the truth about depression is, is sometimes daunting in, in people who, want to celebrate the holidays, but also they, they're missing people in their life. They're missing loved ones. Maybe loved ones have passed on. Um, I know for me a few years ago, uh, 2017, actually, um, my grandmother died, uh, I believe it was the day after Christmas. And, and that was, that's hard for us. So we, we think of Christmas now, we think of, You know, we think of the day she passed on. Oh, no, I apologize. It was not the day after the Christmas. I apologize. It was the 21st of December. The 21st of December is when she passed on. So I remember it because I was in a place called Leavenworth, Washington, where it's a a Christmas town. And my wife and I went up there with the kids and... I got a phone call when I was at the, um, in the room and they said, Mama we'll passed, And we knew, we knew she was going to pass I me. Mean, we came down here to Louisiana. This was before we moved back to Louisiana. We came down here, um, over that Thanksgiving holiday and we, we said our last goodbyes to her and we told her how much she meant to us. And, and so we knew it was going to happen, but we just didn't know when she was in uh a, a in-home hospice care at the time. So we, uh, but it was the 21st so when i think of christmas over these last 3 years now since it's been 3 years this year momo comes into my mind right she she comes in my mind and and um and we think about her and we lost papa 2009 we lost papa and so we 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 no longer have that that um Our grandparents in our, in our, in our, in our celebrations. So at times it can cause some depression, especially for my mom and and my aunts and my uncles where they, you know, they've had their entire life and they had their parents at at Christmas and now they're in their late fifties, early sixties and they don't have that anymore. And, um, other people are getting older. So it causes depression. So everyone, everyone has times when they feel sad, but clinical depression is much more than just saying being sad once in a while, right? A person who has been depressed, they may have trouble sleeping, they may lose interest in doing things. They may uh they may lose interest in things they do enjoy normally. So for example, if I come come down one day and say, you know what? Uh <sighs> I'm just tired of fishing. I, I don't want to go fishing anymore. And you know, I don't really want to go coach the baseball team anymore. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not too sure about doing any sessions today then something's probably fucking wrong with me. Right. Because um, those are things that I enjoy. I love therapy. I love performing therapy. I love being a therapist and I love fishing and and I love coaching. So if I I come down and say those things, then maybe there may be something going on with me that might be more of of clinical depression. Right. So people may feel worthless. They may feel restless. They may feel irritable. Um, They may experience feelings of uh, feelings of sadness and that, that sometimes that doesn't go away. So depression is something that, that we need to be on the lookout for and something that we need to treat. So some people under eat or they overeat. So that's a big thing. And so when, when it's the holidays, we think about excuse me, we think about what can we do? What can we eat? You know, especially in Louisiana, it's holidays are all about food. Every day is about food in Louisiana, but holidays are about food as well. And so if you're seeing people that are, that are under eating or people that are overeating and not just regular overeating, like, because, because that's, that's what people do. But if they're consistently doing it, when they're feeling emotional, when they're feeling sad or when they, when they're just isolating, then maybe that there's something to, to, to review there. Right. And to be on the lookout for. So a person with depression may also find it difficult, uh, to just get out of bed. Right. And, and so I've known people in my life that, that had depression and, and deal with it at times. And sometimes it's hard for them to just get out of bed and to just go jump in the shower or whatever. And, and for someone who hasn't really experienced depression, um, it's it's hard to even it's hard to even understand and even even me as a as a clinician I I can honestly say I have not really experienced clinical depression personally from from me experiencing it I mean I've I've seen it I've treated it I know what to tell people I know what how to help people process it but I've never I never felt it inside me now I've had days where I was I was sad and I've had days where I just didn't want to get out of bed I wanted to be lazy but it was if I needed to get out of bed, I could have. And if I wanted to get out of bed, I could have. It, that's the difference there is, is that sometimes when people are clinically depressed, getting out of bed seems like they're climbing a mountain. And climbing that mountain is just not gonna happen on some days and and they just don't do it. And so even if the house caught on fire around them. They may consider just staying in the damn bed. And that is clinical depression, right? And, and that's something that if that's happening to you, if you're listening to this or it's happening to somebody in your life, then we need to help them get some help, right? We need to, um, now you can't force anyone to get help, but you can, you can point them into the right direction and say, you know, Hey, I noticed that you're having these, um, these issues. I've noticed that you're not getting out of bed much. And I want to be able to, to provide you with some resources. So here's the resources to some, some therapists. And if they, if they can help you give them a call and see what they can do. Some people might stop caring about their appearance. They may isolate themselves from friends and family. And so that all goes hand in hand, right? So if you, if you're taking that, that approach and you are going, you're, you're staying in bed and you are not getting out of bed, you're not doing personal hygiene. Um, you're not taking care of yourself. Uh, you're not combing your hair, you're not brushing your teeth and you just kind of staying in your room. Then, then there's something going on and, and you probably know what's going on if it's happening in you. But if you're, if you're seeing it from family members, maybe at Christmas time that you don't, you know, say somebody says, well, it's, uh, and this year, I think this year is easier than any other year to, to kind of get away with being depressed in, 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 and. and, and, and and I say that not in the sense that someone's trying to get away with it. But uh, when I say, you know, we have built in excuses this year, the, the, the government officials are saying, don't go see your families for the holidays. So if you're if you're already feeling depressed and you're laying in bed and in a normal year, your family will be like, no, you need to get over here. And this year they're saying, well, let's just do it virtually. And that that just allows you to stay in the bed or allows you to just stay inside and not not do anything, then maybe the depression will make go may go more unnoticed. And, and so that's a scary part. So even if you're even if you're practicing staying home this year and not seeing your family, which is which is fine. And that's 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 your choice to do. Um, if you feel that you have some family members or if you feel that you are the person with depression, maybe it's important at this time to reach out to them or for you to reach out to someone and say, you know what? Hey, I know we're not getting together this year, but could we at least do something virtually or could we at least have a FaceTime Um, phone call for a little bit. Um, I just need to be, I need to be supported or I need, I want to support you or whatever the case may be. So um, because depression can also lead to alcohol and substance abuse and an attempt to relieve the symptoms. And so, and and especially this is true with men, men, men in particular, they, they're going to, they can experience feelings of anger, And some even think to end their lives. And so we see that a lot on these veterans Facebook pages where you you will see somebody write this, this really ambiguous message saying, um, it, it all comes to an end soon or, or, uh, the roads, the roads, the roads about to end or it's it's too long of a journey or something like that, you know, and, and maybe they're drinking, maybe they're not. I don't know. But that that's that's something that people and men in general, they will they may be more likely to commit suicide or complete suicide, if you want to use the the term that's being used now, complete suicide when they're feeling depressed because depression in men and depression in women, the the symptoms are. Um, are shown differently and depression in children. The symptoms are shown differently. So women won't typically be as angry as men are. Um, women can isolate more. Women can can maybe overeat more and men can overeat as well. Uh, but men would typically drink more. M- men may be more uh, willing to, to use lethal force than women. Uh, and children, they... Children can get angry. Children don't understand the emotions that they're having either. So they can have anger. They can have frustrations. They they may start uh, wetting the bed at times. They they may start overreading or underreading. But we we can think it's more of a an attention thing at times for kids when it might be depression. So there's different ways to look at it, and and not everyone experiences every single every single symptom. But. It's something, to look, it's something to look at. So if you're noticing your kids doing that as well, um, we need to find and get them some help or something like that. Uh, people with depression may think that uh, they don't have anything to be oppressed, uh, depressed about, right? So things are going great. Life is going great. You know, you have a you have some income coming in. You have some food in your house. You have a job. You have a roof over your head. Um, people might ask you, what do you have to be depressed about? Uh, but the, and even people that are well-meaning in your life, family and friends, they may say things like, well, just get over it, you know, or stop being so negative. But clinical depression it's a serious brain disorder that causes structural and chemical changes in the brain. And it's not, it's not just, it's not just telling them, Hey, it's time to get over it. Uh, That's like telling the person with a broken leg to just walk it off. Right. Because it's not going to, it's not going to end that well. So if you, if you have a broken leg, picture that. And somebody says, Oh, rub some salt on it, you know, and get up and, and walk it off. It's not possible you the leg is not functional anymore, and that's what happens with depression is the the brain is not functioning as it used to the the processes that you use to think about stuff is not working like it used to the chemicals in your brain are are not producing at the same level as they as they once did, and so it's, it's hard to just say, get over it. People need to now. there's a chicken and egg concept to this, right? So people will say, well, when I'm depressed, when I'm, when I'm not feeling depressed, I'll do something. But most people won't start doing something until they stop feeling depressed. So that old adage that we used to hear in the military of, of fake it until you make it right. That that's kind of true with depression is, is that, Yes, sometimes you have to push forward. You have to force yourself to do things that can help lift the depression. But at the same time, you're not going to just lift the imbalance of chemicals, the imbalance of neurotransmitters going on in your head. So you have to try other things. And some people will try SSRIs. Some people will try other medications. um, Other people will try meditation. Other people will try deep breathing or soaking or something like that. um, Or just... Recreational therapies like going outside, walking through the woods, or whatever. So we have to find what help ha- what helps you. And sometimes it's just forcing yourself to do it until until you can do it. Um, but it, it it requires treatment most often, and um, it requires getting down to the to the level of what's what's causing the depression right now. And so nearly sixteen percent of Americans experience major, major depression at some point in their life, and. And the condition can increase, um, it can increase the risk and it can even worsen conditions like coronary artery disease and stroke and cancer and excuse me and things like that. So we want to we want to keep an eye on this and keep an eye on depression. So if you're experiencing symptoms of depression, it's it's important for you to, to reach out to get help from a trained therapist, to get help from a, a someone that, that that knows how to treat it. And like me, maybe they never experienced it for themselves. Maybe they never felt clinical, true clinical depression, but I have the skill set to know how to treat it. Um, and every individual person is different. So I can't sit here and say, well, do this, 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 and this, and this, and it's going to get better because it doesn't work like that for every person. Some people have to go through different regimens than others. So the symptoms really go away on their own. And therapy can help change the underlying thoughts and behaviors. Um, and, and it can impact how a person feels. So we, we're paying attention to physical activity, Uh, we're paying attention to things that's going to help improve your mood. So getting exercise that changes the brain, right? It changes the, the way the brain interacts and it not only increases the, the feel good chemicals in the short term, but it causes structural physical changes, um, in your brain that's impacted by the depression. And so it's difficult at times for some that are depressed to keep, keep them from feeling, you know, keep them motivated and, and to exercise and it can make you feel sluggish at times and weighed down, but it's important to push yourself to to the limits that you can at least. So, if it's a struggle to just get out of bed and take a shower, like we said earlier, mm-hmm. then how likely are you going to go through and, and go to the gym every day? So, you got to start where you are, where you're at, right? So, there's there's tricks to this and things that can help you. And so, one trick it's to keep it manageable. So, commit to five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, whatever you can do every day to simply get out and walk away, walk around outside, um, or whatever, whatever activity appeals to you. So the important thing is that you don't overcommit because you don't want to keep yourself in a position to where you're, you're continuing to add up your quote unquote failures. You know what I mean? So if you set your goal, you know, you've been in bed for 10 days and you set your goal to go run a marathon, you're probably setting yourself up for failure, right? Because that's, that's that's not going to happen. I mean, you can you can run every day. You can run 15 minutes a day and, and still not be able to run a marathon. So um, that's going to set yourself up for failure. So don't overcommit. All you got to do is five minutes today. And that, if that's what you have, that's what you do. And you focus on that. Okay, I set my goal to work for five minutes. I got out of the bed. I took a shower for five minutes. Or I cooked dinner. You know, even though it was eggs and biscuits, I cooked dinner. Focus on the fact that you did that. Focus on the fact that, okay, I said I was going to check the mail today. Focus on that. And that might sound for someone listening that has not experienced depression or clinical depression, that may sound like, well, what what are you doing? I mean, you, who, who doesn't check the mailbox? But for some people, it's that extreme to where checking the mailbox could be equated to you and me. Going cross country. Right. And so if you focus on the accomplishment that you made, that accomplishment is going to help improve your mood and it's going to help improve everything that that you've been visualizing and focus on uh, during that day. So that's important. Give yourself the credit for whatever you're doing and keep doing it. Okay. So another thing that I help people do is visualize a happy memory. And so the depressed brain it tends to create and focus on negative thoughts. And so the negative thoughts and the memories, it can help recall. Of, so if you, if you, if you, if your brain's constantly in the negative um, and you're thinking about negative thoughts and memories, we want to be able to recall happy thoughts and memories, right? Because negative thoughts and memories are going to keep us in the negative. So we need to focus on visualizing an entire event and recall the positive feelings that you had. So for example, if you had an event where you went walking um, in the woods, right? And maybe you saw a snake, right? Maybe you saw a snake and a snake scared you. The snake scared you. Um, and if you're depressed, maybe you're only focusing on, that. Oh, well the last time I went out and walking. I saw a snake and the snake scared me and and I don't want to do that again. I don't want to experience that again. But maybe you're forgetting to remember that once you got past that little part where the snake was at, that it opened up and you saw a beautiful waterfall. Right. So then if you visualize the entire memory, you're going to see, well, hey, there's a waterfall there. That's what I want to remember. The beautiful beautiful waterfall. So visualize happy memories. And, and we do that in session through visualization exercises. We do that through an exercise I call five fingers exercise. We do that through um, what we use at EMDR, call, call them safe place, uh, things like that. So um, try to start visualizing happy memories. As we said earlier, if you pick up the phone and you call someone when, you, when you're when depressed because you're isolating, um, that could help you to to get some of this out and to, and to find some support because depression, as we said, leads to isolation. And it's so easy these days to get uh, over reliant on the internet, right? Everything that we do is, I mean, you, you listen to this and I'm, I'm recording this. And I'm going to send it out through the internet. And so this is not going over the the radio waves of the, of the, of the radio segments is going out through the internet. And so we can forget to actually connect with people and, and, and so we need to make it a point of actually calling our friends and our families every day if we can and try to make plans to get out and see these people. And I know with certain restrictions right now, it's hard to do that, but you can still do it safely where you can meet with somebody in a park. And you, if you, if you have to have your mask on, have your mask on. If you, if you, if you feel better not to do that, then don't do it. It's up to you. I'm, a, I'm about personal freedom of choice. So do it. Do what's important to you, but. Social interaction is the important piece here. So no matter how you get that social interaction, I want you to get it. And I want you to have increased those quality relationships uh, because that in itself, we know, can decrease the symptoms of depression, right? One of the other things that I like to do is I love to listen to music. And as I said in previous podcasts, I'm always walking around with headphones on because music just decreases my stress. And relaxation and it improves my mood and... When I'm, when I'm feeling less stressed, um, the chances of me being depressed are, are lower. And so I love to listen to music, any kind of music. Last night I introduced myself, I introduced my son, um, which is funny because he came home and he said, Dad, you ever heard of Blueberry Hill? And I said, Blueberry Hill? I said, of course I've heard of Blueberry Hill. Uh, a little story about that is my papa and mama their favorite song was Blueberry Hill, right? At every wedding, every get-together, where we had dancing, Blueberry Hill was played. And so uh, Papa Momo would always dance to Blueberry Hill and we would love listening to that. And uh, the whole family would watch it and the whole family would wait for it too. So whenever I hear that, I found my thrill on Blueberry Hill. It just kind of brings... It kind of brings a, a chill down my spine, right? Because I, I, I can feel my grandparents' uh, presence near me. And uh, when my son came home and said, hey, have you heard that song, Blueberry Hill? He said it's an old song. And I pulled it up on YouTube and I showed him who Fats Dominoes was. And I told him, you know, Fats, Fats lived in New Orleans and and, uh, and and all that. And so it was funny because he was learning about Hurricane Katrina um, in school and they brought up Fats Domino because, you know, he, he was in the area where the... the Hurricane hit pretty bad. So um, got to introduce my son to, to fat Domino last night, which is pretty, pretty interesting. It's a good, good little way to, to teach Um, and so the last thing I want to tell you about is, is how to help others, right? Volunteer. So what am I doing? I'm coach Mike, right? Oh, coach Mike's a volunteer and and the colonel, you know, the colonel said, well, hello there, coach Mike, it is time for you to get this team together and get your players on that field and go win you some championships now, yo. And so I said, all right, Colonel, I'm going to go get that done. And he said, well, you have a good day now, yo. And I said, I'm going to find these kids. I'm going to find some coaches. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to volunteer. And we're going to go do some good things with these boys. And so that's what I want to leave you off on today is, is is volunteering and helping others can help you find a sense of accomplishment and a sense of purpose. And so not only does it give you something to focus on positively to focus on, it's going to help you feel better about yourself and it's going to help you see. Uh, self confidence improve. And so that's, that's what this whole podcast is about. It's, it's about self improvement and, and making sure that you and, and whoever else listens to this can just be functional and, and find some success in their life. So if you want to volunteer, you could volunteer to sponsor my baseball team at North Shore Braves on Facebook.com. Um, you can volunteer to go help veterans at like VFW and, and other places like that. You can volunteer to go help kids in your area, you know, go, go coach sports, whatever. You don't have to create a whole team. Just go to the local park and do some recreational stuff. You can volunteer to go help people at the, at the old folks home, the old soldiers home, right? There's so many spots for you to go volunteer in this world and so many needs, especially today. And if you're not working, go volunteer. If you, if you, if you're a hundred percent disabled, go volunteer right? They can't, they're not going to take your benefits away for getting out there volunteering. So volunteer, do something. If you have skills, shit, a lot of people are good at computer stuff and other people aren't. So if you can volunteer and help a small business by helping them create a website, that's that's a good thing. I mean, small businesses are the backbone of this country and uh, not everybody has the money to create these websites and not everybody has the money to do everything. And so if you have a skill that you can offer someone, go ahead and volunteer. It's going to help you feel better about yourself and it's going to help you improve the country as a whole. So this was a lot about depression. I hope that someone learned something about it. This was five easy little tips on how to how to decrease your depression and increase your self image and increase your self esteem. Um, I hope you enjoyed this one. Please email me at info at freedomwithintherapy dot com or vet underscore therapist at Twitter um, or um, at Freedom Therapy on facebook.com and so uh reach out to us tweet us email us facebook us my north shore braves is uh, north shore braves ns braves 20 at gmail.com if you want to sponsor us and we will get your business name out there and if you sponsor us for the north shore braves i will even mention your business on the podcast as well as the freedom within facebook page as well as the the Twitter page, as well as the, the North Shore Braves Facebook and Twitter page. So um, share this podcast, please. Help support veterans. Help support people that are struggling in life right now. Help support each other. Support yourself. Take care of yourselves. I really enjoy doing this, and I really want to get the, the the increase the membership of the people who are listening to this. And uh, thank you so very much for listening. Take care of yourselves. And y'all have a good day.